0: On behalf of the best radio DJ in Kansas City, as voted on by you and Kansas City Magazine, Jenny Matthews, myself, Mike Keller, welcome to the Morning After podcast. Brought to you today by our growling stomachs and the new farty chair in the studio. Area.
1: Yeah, the chair makes a lot of noise. Warning, if you hear anything in the background, it's not what you think.
0: Right. And, and 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 if it is that, we're comfortable enough, at least I am comfortable enough, telling you, yeah, that was actually a fart. But in this case...
1: It's the chair. It's, it's the
0: chair. And yeah. if it's, but if it's a fart, I mean... Well, I don't know, Jenny, would you rather me not tell you? I think you would like the warning so you could get the Clorox wipe out and wave it to hide the smell of the butt.
1: <laughs> I feel like we talk about farts a lot in this podcast. We should probably like back off that topic. Well, you know, it's been a
0: hot, hot week here in Kansas City. With hot farts. Dad, you just said move on from it. Stop.
1: Okay, we can't. We're not talking about you that. You just
0: said move I will move tell you on. what we are
1: talking about, though, is that our growling stomachs. I am so hungry today. I think it's a hormonal thing. I really do. I started these new pills, which is this is, just, this is all TMI, but this is what we do on the podcast. Listen, I was doing just fine on the one I was on, right? Right. Well, insurance decided they didn't want to cover that anymore, so they had to switch Gosh, me to a different one. Well, let me tell you, I have just been a hot mess this entire month. I feel like my appetite's all over the place. Like... I'm just kind of a mess.
0: I think it's because you started that nonsense intermittent fasting. You're, oh. already, you're the skinniest one in the building, and you're like, oh, I'm fat. Like, shut up.
1: First of all, talk slower. Skinniest one in the building. <laughs> Second of all, I'm not doing that anymore. I bought my bars Thank again. God. because I was. And really, if you think about it, most days, a couple of waters and my little power bar. That's all I have anyway in the morning. I tried to do the intermittent fasting where I wasn't eating until sometimes 11 o'clock. Forget it. We're up at like 4 in the morning. I was dying yeah. and angry and shaky.
0: That bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios at 4.30 in the morning is a lifesaver for me, but I'm almost to the point now where I need to have a light second breakfast around 7. That's usually when I get my cup of coffee, too. We'll do Can't Match Mike on the show. That's at 7 o'clock. About about 7.10-ish, we go into a commercial break, and that's always like coffee-making time Mm -hmm. for me. It might become grab a coffee and a breakfast bar time for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, isn't it funny how your appetite does change? Like you got away with that for a long time. It was fine. But now you're ready for something else.
0: Yeah. I'm growling yeah, too. I'm we're real close to big biscuit.
1: Can we get right into um, a topic that I, I have just been dying to talk about this ride sharing.
0: Did it's you say like Uber lift? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Did you hear the story about now she's a country singer and I am so sorry. I have never heard of her. Her name is Claire Dunn. Have yeah. you ever heard of her?
0: Yeah. Up and coming, kind of, yeah. Okay,
1: and I feel bad for saying that. In fact, now I'm actually hearing the story. I feel for her, and I'd like to check out her music because I want to support this woman because she has been through hell and back. So she lives in Nashville. And just to back up for a second, this might be weird. I might be in the minority. I don't know. The only time I've ever used an Uber in my life is when we were in Nashville. We took a little trip. It was, that was the way to go in Nashville. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, because you're not going that far, but you're going far enough away to the different places where you don't really want to walk, but you you need a ride, but it just makes sense there.
0: In downtown areas. Yes. Uber, especially when you're downtown, out of town. Yes. Uh, Ubers or less ride sharing apps are absolutely the way to go. They're usually quicker and way cheaper than the standard taxi.
1: Yeah. We felt like we were getting. Um, a good bargain with it versus renting a car. You don't have to worry about parking, all that. Anyway, it it was a great situation, but it's the only time I've ever done it. And before I had ever ridden in an Uber, I had thoughts about it. You know me with true crime brain that I have and just, you know, I have Dateline and I think of the worst possible scenarios. I've always thought like, what an unsafe thing to do. You could compare it to a taxi though. Your taxi driver could be as crazy as your Uber driver. I mean, if somebody really wants to kill people, I guess they could find a way.
0: Uh, Taxi drivers do go, because I've heard taxi drivers like, Like there are people who are lifelong taxi drivers who hate the ride-sharing performance because of uh, there is the kind of less there is a background check, but there's not as as strict of a background check for somebody to just hop in an Uber or Lyft as opposed to a taxi driver who is thoroughly vetted before they are allowed to drive a cab. Really? Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. So I wondered if it was the same process. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I never really thought much about any of this when I was thinking about taxis, but then again, I never really took a whole lot of taxis in my life.
0: And we're in Kansas City taxis just aren't a huge thing here.
1: Right. But you get an Uber to the airport. Yeah. Or if you're out drinking, you want to get home safely. I mean, I just see the value in it, but I've always been a little nervous about it. Okay, so back up to the beginning of this conversation. Country singer, her name's Claire Dunn. She got into um, a ride share. I don't know if it was Lyft or Uber in Nashville. And I guess the driver went nuts on her. They got into an argument because... He missed a turn to her home. So I don't know what kind of mood she was in. I don't know what she was saying to him. doesn't matter, quite frankly. Like, the guy shouldn't have done what he did. He abruptly stopped the car. He opened the passenger door, pulled her out by her shirt, grabbed her by the neck, threw her to the ground. Um, She was left with facial injuries, bruises. She put all of this online. I know this is a podcast and you can't see, but you could certainly Google. I mean, girl is messed up. She's
0: got a huge uh, cut right on the bridge of her nose, which is going to lead to two black eyes. She's got some 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 swelling on the forehead and a bloody lip that has dripped all the way down to underneath her chin.
1: She looks a hot mess, and I feel so sorry for her. They actually just arrested the driver. They figured out who he is, and I'm sh- sure he's going to get in some yeah. sort of trouble for this. This because, is not okay. So
0: it was, and I don't know if you remember this writing in an Uber. For those of you who haven't. Uber's, you know, they usually have their phone put right up there so you can see it, so you can watch the route that they're supposed to follow. If they don't follow that route, which I assume is what happened here, but I don't know. You know, I, I wonder if, and we'll never know the answer to this story, but if he was just following his designated route, then she shouldn't have yelled at him. Obviously, he should never put hands on her, but she right. shouldn't have yelled at him. But if if he detoured from the route on the phone... I don't blame her one bit for getting up and yelling because that's terrifying. I couldn't imagine. So
1: I just actually watched a trial. I know I'm a big nerd. I watch trials start to finish on Court TV. And I just finished watching a trial. Um, This was a very big story. It was made national news. But the college student in South Carolina who actually had been drinking, she was out at the bars, And she got into a car that she thought was her Uber. She had called for one, but it Mm. wasn't. And the guy ended up murdering her. And he did get put away for... I think he got life in prison without parole. So he's gone away forever. But that's another terrifying situation, too.
0: Um, Well, but they... I, look, I that guy's a murderer, a creeper, whatever, right. and, and I'm glad he's in prison for the rest of his life. But my guy, if you, if you, I don't care how drunk you are, you, you gotta check the license plate. They'll literally tell you the dri- the they'll tell you the license plate on the car. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you the driver's name and give you a picture of what that driver looks like. They'll tell you what kind of car they drive, what color the car is. Like there's. I, I, I don't understand how you wouldn't check that just to be sure before you hopped in a, a random car.
1: The trial I'm talking about, the girl's name was Samantha. She went by Sammy for short, and um, her family has created uh, a nonprofit and just a way to try to help other people from ever, you know, getting into the same situation. And I'm actually Googling. I'm trying to find it. But what Sammy stands for, it's um, it's it's called an acronym for, you know, each letter stands for something as far as ride sharing to make sure that you are doing all the right things. Um, we can keep talking, and I'll, I'll find it before we we
0: get out of here. But. Uh, but just so you know, yes, acronym is the correct word. What's the one where the where the word is the same whether you spell it forward or backwards, like mom um, or Bob? It's like a it's oh, like, what's that called? It's like a f- flippity fly.
1: That's um like
0: race car, or civic, or
1: it's um. What a riveting podcast. I know. I okay. can't think of it. I'm, I'm sure
0: here, here we, we have we have people who we hope are on the edge of their seats, but we know they're not. And we also have people probably yelling at us in their AirPods right now going, it's called up. Whatever the word is we can't think of right now. I'm probably calling us anagram. idiots. Is
1: it an anagram? I
0: don't think that's it.
1: Google anagram while I tell you this. Okay. Okay. So here's your safety point. So you ready? Before you get into a ride share, ask what's my name? And remember hers. Her name was Sammy. But yeah, that's a great point. Ask what's my name because they should know if they're coming to pick yeah. you up. Okay, so the S is for stop, plan ahead. Before you request a ride, think about where you're headed and review the safety features on the app so you know how to use them. A, ask. Ask your driver, what's my name? Confirm that they've booked a trip with you through the ride-sharing app. M, match. Match the make, model, and license plate of the car with the one displayed in the app. And then I, inform. Share the details of your trip with a friend. Utilize the share status function on the Uber app. Here's something really about the trial that I just watched. So this girl's boyfriend went to a different college hours away. Right. And as as a, a kind of a safety thing, although, you know, again, what, what would he have really done in any situation to protect her? But he would always do find my friends until she would call and say, okay, I'm getting in the Uber um, I'll you know, let you know when I'm home. and he would just get on find my friends and just track sort of track her location. Mm-hmm. and he saw the whole thing happen on there. He saw her he saw like this driver it, clearly going not in the way of her home mm-hmm. and it it's just how terrifying and sad Jeez. for him to have really known like something's not right here, something's going on.
0: that's terrifying. It's
1: terrifying.' We'll lighten I,
0: the mood a little bit here Well, Jeff. we
1: can lighten the mood, but I just I thought that was an important thing to bring up first of all, the rideshare safety tips, but also just, um, I don't know, like I I, I just feel like I'm, I'm a nervous Nelly when it comes to that. I think of us, again, in Nashville or downtown someplace where, where you're only going a couple blocks away, and it's just kind of what everybody does. Even taxis feel that way to me, but yeah.
0: yeah. You're in Kansas De- City. But definitely check. Yeah, Look, check. Uh, it'll tell you uh, this This red Kia is coming to your front door, yeah. and, and the license plate is. Bad. And if you don't check that, I mean, like, come, like, what are you doing? Come on.
1: Yeah, but anyway. I'm not gonna, I'm not victim-shaming this girl, man. That's a, just a no, terrible No, 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 situation. I know, but,
0: but just, like, a heads up. Yeah. Uh, an anagram is a word, and phrase, or name formed by rearranging the letters, so you're incorrect there. For example, oh. cinema can be rearranged to also spell Iceman, so anagram is not it. So what is a it? A palindrome. Palindrome!
1: That's is a it.
0: word or phrase that yeah. is the same, forwards or backwards. It's a it. palindrome.
1: What a life lesson.
0: There we go. And we're teaching you about checking your luber's license plate. We're also teaching you the difference between an anagram and a palindrome. I'm here what, for it.
1: What don't you get here on the Morning After podcast?
0: You, you get it all. Um, the, the, the Morning After podcast to me is... It bears a striking resemblance to this year's Missouri State Fair. Now, I'm not going to lie. We had this conversation last week, mm-hmm. but I didn't push the record button, so you didn't hear any <laughs> of it. This is <laughs> one forgot. of the things. <laughs> this is, by the way, last week's podcast was like 50 minutes long. You only got 25 minutes of it because we got the wild story is so we're behind the scenes, uh, I get a text. We're about 20 minutes into recording our podcast last week, and I get a text from our boss, Todd. He says, hey, heads up. Charles Kelly from Lady A is going to call in Uh when he does, tell him to just call me on the on our backup. We always send them two phone numbers, a regular and then a backup in case they can't get a hold of us. So sure enough, like two minutes later, Charles calls in the middle of our podcast. So at first I try to get him, I try to like just loop him in on it, but we can't hear him for whatever reason. So I pause the recording of the podcast so we can talk to him. And then I pass him on to Todd and I say, okay, let's just start, you know, we'll kind of start over here or we'll we'll start back up. I hit record, we go again. Apparently I never hit record the second time and mm. we just went on in one of the most incredible conversations we've ever had, like 30 minutes of glory, just completely oblivious to the fact, are we recording right?
1: God, I hope so. Yeah, we're recording. We're okay. not redoing
0: this. We are, we are recording right now. We're good to go. <laughs> and
1: it's funny because last week I probably would well, normally of the of the mindset like, okay, fine, we'll just start all over. We'll do it again. I was so mentally spent no. because whatever we talked about in that thirty minute period, it was just so intense that my brain was just
0: fried. Oh, and I feel bad that you guys didn't get to hear that, but I do remember one of the things we talked about was how excited we were for the Missouri State Fair. So we're at, we've released we recorded this podcast on Wednesday the eleventh. So as we're recording this two nights from now, Friday the thirteenth. Friggin' Russell Dickerson is going to be at the Missouri State Fair. Now, if you listen to the show, Russell's not as well-known yet. Like, I mean, you, you you hear the name, and you probably know, Blue Tacoma, yeah. California. Like, everybody knows that, so that's Russell. He is so fun live, and, and I think him and his wife, Kaylee, are both some of the most excellent follows on Instagram that you can have. They just, they're living there. they got a brand-new baby. You want
1: to be friends with them. I mean, they're just those people. You, you just look you, at them. You want to know them.
0: And you're like, I would like to be friends with them all the time. I would like to drink wine with them all the time. Um so and and he, he live. I saw him. He came in town a couple weeks ago, or a couple weeks ago, a couple years ago. It was Russell, followed by Dustin Lynch. who has got our jam, Riding Roads. Riding Roads will forever have a special place in our heart because mm-hmm. that was, song was on its way to being a number one song, and we just loved that song right as we started our morning show. Yep. So that song is just forever in our hearts, and that show was headlined by Thomas Rhett. We're gonna get back to Thomas Rhett a little bit later because I'm gonna try to figure out what your husband has against I him. I don't
1: know what's going on right now. me get
0: him on the podcast and figure that out. Um, but Russell. One of the best live performers I've ever seen, and, and I'm not—I'm not saying he's anywhere near there yet. But what I'm saying is this: hear—hear hear my words—and know there's not a comparison yet. But the way he handles himself when he's live reminds me of Garth, and that's—and anybody who's been to a Garth show, you know that Garth shows, Garth live is a wild experience, and he's so good. Mm-hmm. Garth and, and Kenny Taylor—they're performers. They are entertainers. Russell Dickerson has that. Mm -hmm. Now, Avi still needs more experience, obviously, needs to keep being on the road, keep touring. But I'm telling you, the guy rocks with his crowd. He has his people. He knows how to interact with his fans I am very jealous of those who will be able to go to Sedalia on Friday at the Missouri State Fair to well, see Russell. We'll see.
1: am assuming that concerts continue to happen because everything's changing every day. Who knows? But um, he'll be here with FGL, and then when is that? That's October 30th. The,
0: yeah, the night before Halloween. Yeah,
1: that's gonna be good with that Lauren is... Elena too. Hi, another one of our favorites.
0: Lauren is so criminally underrated. Yeah, it's we insane. talk about that
1: all the time. I would say Russell and Lauren are both just artists that. Well, I think Russell's just on, on the rise. Way.
0: I think he'll get there. Like Lauren, I is it's it's. I think Russell's right where he needs to be right now, and he'll just keep getting bigger. Lauren, I don't know why the hell she's not a superstar already. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't say.
1: I don't get it either. I think for her, maybe it's just needing that one song that just puts her over the top. So, speaking of that, so I watched the Luke Bryan documentary that you're, you've, or you're one episode in. Mm-hmm. You'll get there on IMDb TV. And one of the things that he talks about in the documentary, literally, it's it, he was filmed for nine years, and it's just this whole like it, it, through his yeah, whole rise be, to fame. It's gotta be annoying. You know, he said initially the whole thing just seemed kind of silly to him, but now that it's all complete, he's here for it. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the things that he talks about in there is that he, you know, the the record label, you have to work with the label and figure out which song is going to be your first song and whatever. Mm -hmm. And so he puts out his first song and he was excited about All My Friends Say. Like, he liked that song. That was the
0: song that made him famous. All my friends say. But
1: he and like his people, his really close knit people, they all thought that we ride and in, tru- we, we, we we in trucks, trucks yeah. was going to be th- th- to them, like that was the song that was going to be, which just launched him into the stratosphere. And it only went to like number 31 or 32 or something like that on the charts. And they were just so in awe, like they were just in shock. How can this be? This is the best song. This is my song. Like this is, this is the one that's supposed to launch my career. And it just didn't. And I feel like maybe Lauren Elena's putting out music that she thinks is this is it. Dude,
0: she's got this new banger with John Party called Getting Over Him. Yes. I mean, it is awesome. Like, I, I, I would love to play it every hour on it's the radio. It's a great I song.
1: I don't know if it's like that one. She just needs that one to just put her over hope the edge. I she
0: gets it, man.
1: What was Miranda Lambert's first song? And I don't know why I think it was. Okay, it was a Kerosene. It was I always think of her when I think of Lauren. They just remind me of each mm-hmm. other a little bit. I
0: understand that. Mm-hmm. Lauren a little less extreme, maybe. Anyway, But
1: they're both like fierce. Right.
0: So you got Lauren Lane, you got Russell Dickerson, who we're talking about at the Missouri State Fair. Uh, And then, and then, ladies and gentlemen, the next Wednesday, so a week from today, as we're recording this podcast. uh, So it'll be August 18th, the Missouri State Fair. The Beach Boys. (laughs) featuring Mm. John Stamos. Yeah, baby. Uncle Jesse. What? (laughs) Stop it. Get out of here.
1: I'm here for it. He's my Hollywood boyfriend. He has been like my whole life.
0: He's fantastic looking.
1: I even loved him with the mullet back in the day.
0: And you know what? If Mm. you told me that your kids were fathered by John Stamos Mm. instead of your husband, Mm -hmm. not that you don't love your husband or anything in the world, but I would believe that because of how you recently took your Florida trip and I remember how tan your kids got coming back. I'm like, they got that John Stamos skin. It just tans and tans and tans and never burns. It must be nice.
1: <laughs> well, and not that I'm in love with my brother-in-law, because I'm certainly not in love with my husband. But he, a Weird I think, sentence. I, this all is coming out very odd here, but I, there are pictures of John Stamos. If I put it next to a picture of my brother-in-law, which makes sense, it's Matthew's, uh, Matthew's husband. <laughs> it's Matthew's brother. They honestly <laughs> resemble each other. So I get the connection that you're making there. Mm-hmm. I get it.
0: John Stamos. John Stamos has the has the Paul Rudd. Have you seen the gif of Paul oh. Rudd where like it took me longer like I aged more reading this meme than than Paul Rudd has in 26 years?
1: It's weird. It's fantastic how he doesn't age.
0: Yeah, I wonder I if he gets that. work done.
1: If he does, they're doing it just right cuz there is that line people cross and it's a real shame when it happens. I want to know who's I'm just going to get candid here. Who's kind of crossing that line for me is Jennifer Aniston. Do you see and it? And Courtney Cox. Well, she's, that was a botch job. <laughs> yeah, like years ago, she has admitted to it. And mm-hmm. she, something went terribly wrong with one of her procedures. And it's a shame because another gorgeous woman, but Jennifer Aniston, I feel like for the longest time just, just, just tiptoed the line. You know what I mean? Yeah, she did, did just it right. the right yeah. amount. And as of late, I'm like, oh, girl. But I get it, you know, and I'm not judging because here's the thing. I mean, I, I never thought I would do anything and now I'm like, what can you inject me with today to make me look younger? So, fact I know. is, it's your whatever.
0: Your your forehead is now just starting to move a little bit and you're like, <laughs> Mike, I gotta get to aesthetic hair or wherever you but get so, your Botox. Like, and I
1: know nobody knows my mom, but my mom's doing it right. You know, she said a little of this, little of that, but she's, and she's 70-something years old and she looks fantastic. Just right. You know, there's just that line you don't want to cross. Willie
0: listens, to, your mom is, is Willie as she listens to the podcast every way she loves it. We mm. li- and, and we appreciate it. She's always usually one of the first ones that listen. So, Willie, I'll take this as a compliment because your mom's looking fine, dude. She's a smoke show. She yeah. really is. Yeah. She's yeah. super hot. Good on you, Willie. God Good on dang. You. Hey.
1: Like, for real, Get she'll, it, girl. she'll post pictures with groups of other people that I know, some of them are even older than she is. And my mom... Just looks. I'm sorry, younger than she is, and right. my mom looks younger than those people. She's she's rocking it. She's looking good.
0: When I when we first kind of met and got together and started our little radio adventure together, I had guessed your age, and and because I think you do a, a fine job at getting just the right amount done, and mm-hmm. I had guessed eight years younger than you actually are.
1: I'd like to thank um Aestheticare Med Spa, two locations, Leewood Liberty. <laughs> Please tell them Jenny Matthews sent you. Hey,
0: I'm gonna, Can we? Can I give a quick plug, real quick? You sure can. Because honestly, it's our you hey, do look, I'm trying want. to. So like. You know, we uh, I, I recently partnered up with this this app that you can download on your phone called Get Upside, and uh, it's one of those where you open it and it'll show you all these gas stations nearby that are participating in uh, that'll give you like discounts on gas. Like you're gonna, you know, you, we have to buy gas anyways. Why not get money back on it?
1: Well, especially because gas is like nine thousand dollars a gallon now. So. Thanks, Biden.
0: I'm kidding. <laughs> I That's what everybody says. I know everyone says that, so i I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, that, uh, you know, I'm not sharing with you my actual political opinion. I just thought it would be funny to yell that out loud. Um, but what you do is you like, you know, you'll, you'll pick an offer at a gas station or you'll click it. When you show up, you'll check in and you bet you get money back every time you get gas. So like, okay, so literally my first tank of gas, um, I, 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 I was on empty. Like I was close to, I, I was, that's when I only had 10 miles left in the tank and that freaked me out. Oh,
1: we have to talk about we that. We will. We'll talk we'll. about
0: that. So. I was freaking out, but I anyway. I so I used it for the first time at this gas station. Uh, saved like thirteen cents a gallon, something like that. It was like you can save up to twenty five. And um, so my first tank of gas alone, I saved two dollars and fifty cents. Good for you. And that would have been without the promo. So if you if okay, sales pitch alert here. If you download GetUpside, Upside, um, the promo code is Q104, yeah. just Q one zero four. Yeah. Q one zero four. No hyphens or anything. The first time you fill up, you'll get an additional. 25 cents off per gallon just on that on that first tank and then so the 25 cents already plus whatever discount you get the first time you fill up so if if you find a gas station that's offering another 25 cents that's 50 cents off gas that's a half price tank of gas that's really good yeah that's also it's it's get upside there's no space it's just g-e-t-u-p-s-i-d-e uh, and when you, yeah. if you sign up for the first time, it'll ask you for a promo code, type in Q104. I'm not going to lie. Hey, that helps me out. That makes me look good if you would like to save money on the gas that you're already buying that's anyway. That's a really
1: good way to explain it, though. You just made that very understandable. So, yeah, yeah that's great.
0: Uh, I, I, and I, I use it myself. Like, they have my, I'm very comfortable. They have like credit card information and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I don't know, no bogus charges weird, or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, it's it's totally fine. So, uh, get after it. Hey, hey, I. And like I said, it makes me look good. You save money on gas anyway. And then what you do is when you save the money, it goes to your app. And you can you can throw it right back into the bank account if you want to. You can mm-hmm. link your bank account. Or if you want to turn it into an Amazon gift card, a Target gift card, a Home Depot gift card, whatever mm. you want. Like, whatever you want to turn Talks that money slower. into. Whatever you want to turn that money into, <laughs> you can turn it. Or if you want to go straight back to the bank account, hey, no problem. Take, it takes like a day. Done. Okay. Anyway, sorry, that's my spiel. It, no,
1: I, that's actually really good information. It
0: does help me, but... It also helps you. I wouldn't say it if it didn't help you as well. So I appreciate that. But yeah, let's talk about how Jenny oh Matthews is a psychopath when it comes to putting gas in her vehicle. I
1: hate the process of stopping what you're doing and having to go to the gas station. I mean, sure, to me, it is sure. just, it's just, I loathe going to the grocery store. It's like the same thing. It's just one of those errands, you know it has to be done, but I hate doing it. So I will wait. And look, I know, like what I'm telling you isn't great. I know that this is cringy and awful. I wait until I am so close to empty that sometimes I'll even be past empty. But I know that I have, I know that I have at least on my SUV an additional twelve miles to go. No, I I know that even though it tells me I'm empty, I know I'm not. I know that I have some more to go. Now I've been, my mom has been in my car with me, and literally has a panic attack. She's like, pull. Over. And this is when I'm at a quarter of a tank and I'm a quarter of a tank. I'm good for another okay.
0: week. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. A quarter of a tank is fine. She.
1: Oh, uh, my mom. No, like she wants me to always have, you know, at least a, at least three quarters or a half a tank of gas, whatever.
0: In the wintertime. That's true.
1: No, I get it. I get it. I am just not that person. I wait until the very last minute. Maybe it's in secret hopes that my husband will drive my car and go
0: fill sure. it up for me. I'll sure. Don't have to worry about I, under- it. I understand that.
1: But, um, yeah, I have no problem with that. And so you were panicking the other day because you came in, and I, and I could really see the stress on you throughout the show because you had forgotten your wallet.
0: Right, and the gas some of these gas stations don't do, like, Apple Pay on the phone yet, and I don't know which ones do, which ones don't.
1: But you had 40 miles, am I right? You had 40 miles to go?
0: When I left the house... No, you're right. So, but here's what my car does. Like, when I left the house in the morning, it said I had 65 miles to go. Okay. Okay, how I, can roll, mi- I how, can roll with that. And how
1: far are you from work? How many miles? 20?
0: I, I would say somewhere between the 15 to 20 mark. I'd say, I'd say like 17 probably if you want to get it. But no, no, that doesn't matter. But my car does this sometimes. But it'll say, I'll, I'll start the car. It says, you have 65 miles to go. But then I'll by the time I'm out of my neighborhood, it says, heads up, you've only got 40 miles left in the tank. Oh. Like it, like, and it, like, I'm like, what? What happened? What the hell happened? What are you talking about? <laughs> so... As I was leaving work to take my 17-mile drive home, it said 40 miles to go, and it was down to one little red light, and it's like, Yo, mm. do you need to find a gas station nearby? And I'm like, No, I'm good. But I had, not only did I have to go home, I, I couldn't just go to the gas station after work. I had to go home and then go to the gas station. When I pulled into the gas station, it had just switched from you have 15 miles left in the tank to 10 miles left in the tank. And I don't think I've ever been that low in my life.
1: You were panicked. I and feel.
0: I, and like, I hate it. It was so bad that this was one of those heat wave <laughs> days last week in Kansas City, where it was like 97 for the high. But I was like, I need to save as much gas as possible, so I <laughs> closed all the windows, closed the shade on the sunroof, turned off the air conditioning. Oh my God. So, so and I'm and I'm. When you talk, you should have seen the armpit stains that I had. It was disgusting. It's
1: hilarious. To but me. I feel like
0: if I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have made it to the gas you station. You might not have
1: made it. I don't know. I, I can't tell you how many times I've been on
0: Beyond are, Zero, and I
1: know that I have like 12 miles to go. You know, the only time I do get nervous is when the car starts sort of chugging just a little bit. You can just tell. <laughs> you,
0: you that will tell. never happen in my life. Oh my God! You let your car get to the chugging stage. I don't like to oh get that far. Oh my God! I don't like
1: to get that far, but I do. I do. And then it's really just—I guess now because we have cell phones and everything too—I'm like, well, worst case, I just call my husband. and He comes and helps me out. I don't know. It's not a good trait. I would say that's one of my worst traits.
0: I—I I, I loathe this conversation. I know. Of you all do. the things you're scared of, so you're afraid to call an Uber, <laughs> even though you can check the license plate, <laughs> check the picture of the driver, and make sure the color and vehicle all—it all lines up. Uh-huh. But but you have no fear of saying, oh, guess I'm going to be stranded on the side. of." Now, you've said this. Your husband won't give up his golf for anything. Right. What if he's on hole number five Oof. and he's about three? He's got about three hours to go on his round of golf. And you're just like, yeah, it's fine. I guess I'm just going to chug a lug lug on the side of the road here.
1: I don't know. Now, I'll say this when I have my kids in the car or if I'm going to be driving, you know, other children, I try to be a little more mindful of it. But if it's just me, I feel like I'm willing to roll the dice. And it's funny because you know me; I'm not really a risk taker. I You're not. I, I like to be in the safety of my bubble at all times. <laughs> I just feel like I have no idea why I'm this way.
0: This shocks me especially because, like, like maybe if you were, maybe if you lived and worked all up in the North Ladd, like yeah. you, you worked all, like, what if you have to stop at, like, can we all be real here? There are some janky gas stations around where we work.
1: I've stopped at them. I know Ooh, it's hot. terrifying. I know it is. I again, I can't even explain it. I want to apologize for it, but I can't because I know I'm going to continue to live this way. Do you, do, do you have anything in your life like that where you know, like, you're like, I know that this is terrible, but I uh, do it anyway.
0: Uh, for me, it's just, it's, it's eating crap. It's yeah. soda. Uh, also, ooh, don't, don't hate me for this. I will probably bite my fingernails till the day I die.
1: Okay, that is where I die. Because one time when I was in like third grade, my aunt told me, because I was a massive fingernail biter. Very mm. nervous child. Were you child. a thumb sucker? Thumb sucker, yep. nail biter, all the things. And she told me that do not do that because you have bacteria behind your nails. And little, you can get a little parasite in your body. And the parasite will eat up all your organs and you'll die. Now, that was probably a little bit extreme. I'm not sure no, no, that validity. was validity.
0: No, that was a total flat out lie.
1: All, that's all I needed to hear. When I tell you I've not bitten my nails since that day, mm-hmm. I'm not lying. Like That literally put the fear of God in me.
0: Fair enough. I remember my mom. Told, this,
1: I noticed that doesn't do anything for you though. You're like, no, I'm gonna continue. Well, because that me. is
0: a not that is a bullshit lie. Is what that is. <laughs> that is an absolute lie. <laughs> that is complete nonsense. And again, you know that. I know. You know that now as an adult. You know Still that. Still won't do it. Um, I remember my mom tried to get me to stop sucking my thumb as a kid, and she's like, "You don't. If you do that, that's how your teeth get crooked, and you're gonna have to get braces, and you're gonna look like a nerd." My mom knew that, like. Like, there's nothing wrong with having braces. I mean, you have a beautiful smile later in life? But my mom knew, like, I, I'd i always had a big, and I'm, look, I'm not going to lie. I was a shallow kid. I didn't want to be a nerd. I always wanted to be a cool kid. Yeah. You know, and See, so. so
1: that she tapped s- into you. She yeah, knew what she needed to she's say like, to you. She's like, if
0: you, if you, you wear braces and you all make, you know, you look, you don't like how kids look in braces. And, I'm not, but that didn't stop me. See, I was like, I don't care. This is a good thumb and I'm going to keep on sucking same.
1: it. Same. And my mom, she tried to put the fear in me with my thumb sucking. And I remember being about five years old and she would put nail polish on my thumb. And she's like, now you know this is poison. So, but for some reason, see, like the risk taker I am, I didn't care. I was like, I'm going to take the risk.
0: God, you're so awesome.
1: You're just really a badass. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're realizing it.
0: <laughs> I wanted to be so popular in high school. I
1: know. I think everybody did.
0: I, I, and And I get, and people aren't wrong when they say, you know, you know. don't worry about what other people think. Like, uh, you shouldn't, of course, but that doesn't mean it's easy. You make it sound like so easy. I really, God, I want, and I was so jealous of the people that I thought were cool. I just didn't have the, I wasn't as social then as I am now. I had my little group of friends. I would say I was literally the most you know, you, you see the the TV shows about just the most average kid in high school. That mm-hmm. the average guy, wants to be real cool, but he's he has his group of friends. Like, mm-hmm. man, that was me to a T. I wasn't a dork. I specifically refused to join the marching band because I thought they were dorks. Shout out to anybody who's in the marching band because the amount of talent and coordination Seriously. and stamina it takes to be in the marching band is incredible. Yes. I didn't appreciate that as a 14-year-old, and I hope you'll forgive me for that. But, like, all through middle school, I played the trumpet. Uh, I could still do a scale on the trumpet right now if, like you know, if I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, and in high school, I started. You know, I, I stayed in band class because I was I was good at it. Um, but. They were so like in the band class in high school, they like if you were in the band, there like they was there was this insane amount of peer pressure where you had to be in the marching band. Well, you know, me, I'm a sports guy, I always have been. I wanted to I was excited about high school to go sit in the stands Friday night and watch the game. We can't do that For if you're sure. in the marching band. Right. No, sitting over that. there with those nerds behind the end zone. Again, that's how I felt back then. I'm sorry if I'm offending you with how I felt back then. Everybody that's how I, had these kind of thoughts, yeah. yeah. And so I didn't I didn't want to sit over there. And uh, but my mom was like, "You have to do something." So they tried to. They I, I, I tried out, and I and I made it. And it was my first practice for the marching band as a freshman in high school. And like seven o'clock in the morning, I got my trumpet, I picked it up, and it, my school was close enough to where I walked. It, it was like a mile walk to my high school, so it was. It was I walked every day. Mm-hmm. Um, picked up my trumpet, took one step out the door, kind of looked around, and I was just like, "Nope." I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't this. want to hang with these dorks. And then, and, and for the, that particular marching band class, these people were obsessed. Like, it's all they talked. Like, marching band was life. And I'm like, this is not my life. Right. I don't want it to be you, my you, life. This is not for this me. Is, this is not for me. <laughs> I, I am not going to fit in with you. So it's
1: not like you... Okay, so it's not like it was some burning desire within you, and you really loved it, but you were just, you know, you didn't want the perception. Or, I, I, you know, the yeah, I, I
0: enjoyed playing the trumpet. I thought yeah. I was good at that, and I'd rather do that than, like, the, the home ec class. Like you could take, like, home ec, or you could... Or, or 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 like wood shop, which was another thing I was terrible at. Is like or you could do the marching band. And it I'm just like,
1: wasn't life for you.
0: Yeah, and so and I get it. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to this day. I remember having I had a real serious conversation with my mom years later about it, and I told her I was like, you know, you really like pressured the hell out of me to get into that. She's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, yes, I did. We kind of went back through yeah. it. I won't go through the whole story here, but we went back through it, and she's like. Dang, I really did. And she's like, I was like, Yeah. She's like, Well, I'm sorry, but I just, I really wanted you to do something. And I wonder if all parents feel this way. She's like, I really wanted you to just do some sort of activity in high school. Because if I, I was afraid that if you didn't, you would just become this huge stoner and loser and live in my basement till you were 40. You know what? It is funny because um, now being a parent,
1: I see that perspective. Um, It's true. My son, he'll tell you he hates soccer. My daughter loves it. If she could play soccer every day of her life, she'd be happy. Mm -hmm. My son, it's just not his jam. He does like golf. He'll enjoy going to play golf. He likes, you know, he's like a skateboarder, scooter kind of kid. He likes that kind of stuff. Trampolines. You know what I mean? He likes stuff like that.
0: Hey, hey, I'm 35 years old. I still like trampolines. Heck
1: yeah. And you do a mean flip. You were at my house doing some flips on the trampoline. You still got it. And
0: and I had a lot of younglings <laughs> in my belly doing those front flips. Like... It is a it is a small miracle we didn't have to get an ambulance out there. That's
1: very true. All the trampoline, the ambulance on the trampoline. Hell yeah. But it's true because, um, you know, he asked, can, can this be my lad?" He wanted to quit mid last season. Well, that's not going to be it. We want him to fi- at least finish with your commitment. So he was going to at least finish the season. And then it came time for tryouts and we're like, okay, where are we on this? And secretly I was hoping that he would still do it just because it's something to do. You know, kids are the first to tell you I'm bored. I'm bored five seconds after they've had nothing to do. Meanwhile, my kids like are constantly entertained. I feel like I'm the entertainment committee at all times, you know, and I love when they're like, I'm bored. So I thought, okay, to cure the boredom, but also just to keep you active. It's something to keep true. Keep you out of trouble. I never understood any of that till now. I'm like, I totally get why parents want their kids to be involved in yeah. something.
0: Hey, let's get serious for a second.
1: Yeah. Okay. A little,
0: oh. uh, little parent. You know, I'm not a parent yet. You are. Um, how do you feel about college?
1: Uh, what do you mean? Just in general?
0: Like, like,
1: like, do I want my kids to go to college?
0: Yeah, just let's, let's just start the, or I can start yeah. the conversation.
1: Well, I, I, I think I know we're, we're probably on the same page as far as where we're going we with always it, are. but, um, I, yes, I want my kids to go to college and I'll tell you why. I did not go to a four-year school. I didn't go away to college. I did not have that experience of living in a dorm and doing all the college things. And I'll be real with you while it would not have helped me in my career. It really wouldn't have. I could have done this without it, and I did. I feel like when I hear people talk about their college stories and the things they got to do and just that whole experience and just that tiptoe into life all mm. by yourself, you know, but but still having the comfort of your parents to fall back on, right. I really feel like I missed out on something big by not having that. That said, again, for what I do, I went to a trade school, and that's the end of that. It worked out. Yeah. If my kids came to me and said, I would like to be a – an electrician? Can you can you go to just a trade school for Absolutely. that? Absolutely, I have no problem with them wanting to be an electrician and going to trade school if that's really where their heart is and that's what they want to do. And I know that's the way to get them there. In my heart of hearts, I would truly like to, them to have the college experience anyway.
0: Yeah. Hey, and the college experience—that's uh, a great point. I, I I can't argue the college experience point. What I what I the, the only argument I can make is I do not believe that the college experience, unless you're going to become a doctor or a lawyer, I don't believe that the college experience is worth the six figure debt that comes with it. Well, I think
1: practically speaking, I know what you're saying. I get that. I'm literally talking about the experience
0: right yeah yeah and that's my big issue with college. I I don't think and who knows when it changes when you know heaven forbid a, a baby killer gets here but um, I don't think I will ever push like all I want is for them to have somewhat of a plan mm-hmm. even if their first plan fails. Yeah, I, I, I want to do this after high school. I don't want to go to college, but I, like I'm not, I'm never gonna tell them to go to college. I, but you have to have a plan or something. And if you have a plan and it doesn't work out, no problem. Let me know if you got to move back in for a little bit, reassess, take a different plan, go for it. If college is in that plan, you better have some scholarship ready because uh, I don't know. That's just.
1: Well, God, that's
0: a lot. It is.
1: And we started saving. Honestly, we started saving for our kids college before we even had kids. Right. Because I know for my husband, it is very important. He did go away to a four year school, went to Mizzou. And, you know, he knows the value in it for, for ways I don't know because I didn't go.
0: I think the biggest value of going to college again, if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, of course, then you, then mm-hmm. you need that education. Other than that. Your biggest thing that you'll pull away from college, I, in my humble opinion, and I don't know what I'm talking about, I never do, networking. Mm-hmm. Well, Meet there's that. everybody.
1: But I also think just the experiences, like I said, the tiptoe into the world, because what I did is that I moved out, a roommate and I, a girlfriend and I, left home, moved to South Florida, and got our own apartment. We had to get jobs and just, you know, just got right into life.
0: hmm and See that's what I did too, and I I I would take that any day over the college experience. See,
1: for me, I disagree because Fair. we ended up, um, you know, to find friends. When you're in college, it's like they're it's almost just like bigger school because you still you have instant friends at your disposal. I felt like it was hard for us. We would meet people at the clubs. <laughs> we, I mean, totally serious. Or you know, I was in the work field, so I would meet people, but they would always be older. Like everyone was in a different spot of life. Mm-hmm. I feel like. It's a great place to meet people, others going through exactly what you're going through. So socially speaking, I think it would have been a good thing too. Yeah,
0: no, yeah, and I, I think there's, we, there's, we do
1: disagree on this in a little bit because you're. And you that's really, okay. Yeah, I,
0: yeah I, I think I am kind of very anti-college. Like, look, if 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 I have a kid who gets a full ride, cool, like take advantage, use their. I I don't think college is worth the money anymore. That's just the way I feel about it. I want to bring up one more thing on the podcast before we we roll out today. I want to give a. Uh, I'm gonna get. This is gonna sound like I'm being a kiss ass, and I'm really not mm-hmm. because because they're you know we we have bosses here, we have levels of bosses here, and some of their ideas I I agree with, and some some I don't disagree or some I disagree with, and, and I've been vocal to them about that. When I say uh, I I do want to give a shout out to our management team here. We recently launched a. um a, a mentorship program here in the building. This is totally behind the scenes stuff. Maybe you don't care about this at all. If so, I'm sorry, but I want to shout it out. We're starting this mentorship program here. And um, I worked at we're on the podcast. I can say whatever I want. So if you live in Kansas City, we have three country radio stations here. Two of them are owned by like us and another the ninety four point one KFKF. Same uh, same ownership. So we're a team. We work together. And if you ever listen to that radio station, the uh, Middle of the day, there's a guy named Tony Stevens he's on the, the air. Best. I he's love him. He's freaking awesome. He's one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Jenny, you've had a friendship with him since before, but I I signed up for it. And what I did is I actually, I signed up to be a mentor and to be mentored. I signed up for both. And uh, Tony over at KF is my mentor. And, and I didn't really know, kind of like you, I didn't mm-hmm. know him that well. We didn't really have a ton of conversation. And uh, we've been talking for about a month now. And I got to tell you. Man, I've developed a real quick friendship with that dude. He is he's awesome. So
1: awesome. He really is one of the best people, just ever. I, I really, really. He's a good dude. You know, people just have a good soul. Mm-hmm. He's got a good soul.
0: And the reason I, I, I wanted to work with him is because I told, I told them I want to be a, 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 just a better leader, like mm-hmm. a teacher. Like all of a sudden now I've got, this is my 15th year in radio, which is insane to me. Uh, like I've been doing radio almost as long as I was in school like mm-hmm. you know it's it's insane to think that because i remember yesterday i remember my first day like it was yesterday mm-hmm. when i had no experience and i got like my first year on my resume and i was so excited to have yeah. one year <laughs> yeah now i have 15. um but it's because so I, I was like i really wanted to try to become more of a leader and tony's just done a great job he's been in this he's been in the game like 40 years he's it's insane how long he's been and he's just been real helpful and i appreciate that because i also signed up to be a mentor and maybe you've heard her uh, on our station on Q104, uh, uh, Mallory uh, Mallory Kay, who fills in occasionally, she filled in uh, on that afternoon show a couple times. And she works over on our sisters, over on Mix 93, our other sister station as well. Mm-hmm. And she's the first person who I've ever coached before. Mm-hmm. And for what it's worth, I feel like she's really eaten up the advice I'm giving her. Like, believe it oh. or not, I kind of know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, and but she... one
1: thing that I think that a lot of companies don't do, at least I can speak for radio. Is try to help build people up. Try—that's what we're supposed to do. I think in life that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to build each other up, not tear each other down. And I mean that in all kinds of different ways. Yeah, sure. But the truth is, like, help those because I remember when I first started in this business too. I mean, I I hung on to every word that anyone that I admired or knew had talent that I hoped aspired to have someday. I I remember hanging on to their every word and their every piece of advice and it is how I learned. It is how I came up in the business. And I just feel like that's maybe an, a lost art. I'm really, mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. I don't want to sound like a kiss ass, but I do feel like our company should be giving kudos for coming up with the idea to do that. And it's a really, it's they're They're holding you accountable too. like, don't sign up to do this if you're not in the game oh, yeah. to do it. Um, And, and I do, I think it's just, we sh- that's what we should be doing. We should, you, there was some quote that I saw a while back and I just loved it. Something like be the person that you needed when you were
0: younger. Oh.
1: And, I think that is so true in all aspects of life, and so I try. I try to live that way and try to be yeah. there for people.
0: So one of the cool things that, uh, like Tony and I our first meeting, you know he he had some he had some very, some great critiques, like just some mm-hmm. ways he's like he's like because and he was he has no reason to kiss my butt, so I believe him when he said, but he would tell me he was like he's like I think you sound really, I think you and Jenny are like a perfect team together. He's like, it, 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 but he also said. He's like, here, here are just some little things I hear, or some ways that I think you could be better. And he kind of listed them off, and I was like, and I appreciated that feedback. Yeah. I appreciated that critique. I would, I would advise. You know what? I'm gonna let me say this. If you are able, if you are in some sort of management position in your company, and you can maybe set something like this up, shoot an email out to everyone. Say we're going to start a mentorship program. Yeah. Uh, let people decide whether whether they want to volunteer to be a mentor or a mentee. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no wrong answer. It's just whatever we're you both, feel in like your you heart.
1: Like you said, you're doing both.
0: I did kind of show off. I'm the only one in the company who signed up for both. I just want to point that out. I'm myself. My,
1: okay. No, I'm gonna like I'm gonna like kiss your ass a little bit. But like, uh, you know, <laughs> put pants down here. Yeah. No, but you know something that we joke we joke about it. We're lighthearted about it. But that you know your ego and whatever. But the truth is, I think that you are a person, and I admire that. That n- a sp- strives to be the best at what you're doing, and listens to helpful advice. And I think it's uh, helpful advice is the way to say it too. Constructive criticism. I, yes. For someone to come at somebody and be like, this is all wrong. This is terrible. You suck. And there are people that do that. It's never going to work. You're not going to reach somebody by that. But to give construct, and that's why one thing I love about Todd, our program director though, he'll say, okay, so this is what's awesome. Here's a couple things to work on.
0: Right. Here's, here's how it, it's good. Here's how it could be better.
1: Yes. But you're very open-minded Because we critique our own show. People don't realize we're harder on ourselves than anybody else ever could be.
0: We have this, you know, we can just log onto this website and we can listen back to the show after we've done it. Yes. And we'll sit there all cross-armed with steam coming out of it. That's That's trash. (laughs) Even though, like, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. We got a lot (laughs) of phone calls. Y'all seem to be very entertained by it, but we're just like, God, this is stupid.
1: But we're not afraid. I'm just like that, Mike, in that I'm not afraid to hear... The constructive criticism. I, I like to know what I can do better and, and strive to be the best I can be at it, but it is the only approach. <laughs> you know, you can't come at somebody just being nasty. Yeah. And that's one of the work. reasons
0: I wanted to work with Tony is because he uh he's helped me. I was like, hey, how do I like I know there's something that can be fixed, but I also know that like the only way I knew how to critique is like, well, hey, actually this is wrong. And this is how uh, but I uh-huh. would say this is wrong and how to make it better, but I'm like, I know there's a gentler way to to put that yes, yes. and he's, he's kind of helped me along, along that lines. But, I'll, but, and, and I'll say this where maybe you, if we can inspire like one company to do this, that, that's great. I hope it works out for you, but I,
1: I don't know if this would work in every industry either. I can only speak to radio, but cause that's what I know. But, um, something else that I have done for years is if I hear, you know, cause we are, there's four stations in our cluster. Yeah. If I hear, in fact, I, I've done it to people who I, I, I know that work outside of this cluster, but to send a text after i've heard a really good break just saying you are just killing it like you sound amazing you're getting so good at this or whatever just to build somebody up because doesn't that just doesn't a compliment make you feel like you can do anything it just makes you feel so good and cuz sometimes you you sit and get in your head and again this industry is a little different than some others but sometimes you can get in your head and just be like am i even good at this like do i yeah. even know what i'm doing
0: yeah uh pay compliments. I, I, I love that yeah if you can if you can help somebody out do it but also if somebody if somebody takes the time to try to coach you and make you better because they hear some potential, but but there's but there's something you can do that they think, hey, this might even help you become even greater. Yeah. Hey, listen, yep. don't try to just. Well, the reason I did that was because no, right. well, but if it's wrong, don't don't do it again. It doesn't matter why. It's you're wrong. Don't do it that way again. But I so. think
1: something that you and I possess that not everybody does. I know that, but we we are not afraid to laugh at ourselves. And so I mean, when we screw up royally or when something is just trash, we we laugh about it. We know. We get upset about it, but we. I
0: was gonna say, I, uh, I go into a, like a five second rage where I'm just like, "Gosh <laughs> darn son of a biscuit!" And then I go, "Boy, I'm an idiot." <laughs> yes, but yes. I have a process. There's
1: a listen. I love your process. I've witnessed it many times. It's all
0: good. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, you'll hear. You'll hear. Hold on. Let me pull this chair over. You'll hear all the time. I'll be in the middle of like editing, like the like the we the, do the Music City Minute or whatever, and I'll I'll screw something up or I'll hit the wrong button. I'll just go.
1: He slaps the chair. It's fine. It's fine. You and I were meant to be partners though, I'm telling you though, because I I you, get it. I get you. And, uh, you get you, me.
0: And you can totally just tune me out by the way. It's hilarious. All right, we do. probably rambled on way too long. <laughs> But we did bill it as, "Hey, what we can't ramble about on the radio, we will ramble about on here." Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to the farting chair for the occasional comedic relief. Absolutely. And uh, thank you to anybody who decides to download that Get Upside app and use promo code Q104. Sorry, I'm going to throw that in there because. I'm uh, no problem
1: with that. Get it. I'm
0: help myself out here. Uh, final thoughts? Anything? Yeah. I got
1: nothing. I Now nothing. school starts next week, so next week we can talk about all that.
0: Hair extensions look fire, by the way.
1: Thank you. Jen,
0: I, t- I told Jenny I prefer the short hair, but she went with the extensions. Her husband prefers prefers the extension with the longer hair. And in that case, you made the correct decision. Know, Your husband's my, opinion matters way more than mine I do does. feel like
1: I have two men in my life now that I, I need to make happy. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Katie
0: all the time. Uh. Katie all the time. Be like, you text Jenny more than you text me. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm with you in person more often than I'm with her. But we are, you know what? We're not done with this podcast yet. No, because, we're not done. Well, because we there's, there's, shout out to my wife, Mrs. Keller, because. I would agree with that. It takes. It does take a, a a special kind of woman to have the confidence to know that like there's a there are some women in the world who would be very jealous. Like as soon as as soon as you came on the show and the friendship we developed, even though we're both very happily married people, totally. There are some women, and I bet your husband feels the same way as yep. well. He's totally just like, oh, what? Well, it's it's Keller. It's fine. And and when Katie, when she sees you text, oh, it's Jenny. It's fine. She'll occasionally joke about how oh, there's the old work wife calling in. <laughs> But it's but it's all good. Whereas there if I didn't have such a, a strong, confident wife in my life, that I imagine there'd be a woman who 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 might be jealous at how often we communicate. Shout
1: out to my husband, Matthew yeah. Same because the truth is, like you people have said for years men and women can't just be friends. And I've always said that's not true, because I can name many men. It seems like it's mainly through work, but that I have had very close friendships and relationships with. And that's what it is, you know, Mm -hmm. it's that's just what it is, and I and I am confident in myself about that, and I and I have dated people who definitely were not confident enough oh, to handle yeah. something like that. For sure. But I agree. Our spouses, seriously, shout out because
0: it, they're, they're just they're like, not
1: even, they even it's,
0: it's not even an issue, and it's something that I could see with some people maybe it would be an totally issue. Totally
1: agree. It's not. Shout totally out to the spouses. Shout out to spouses. Yep. We got some good ones. Yeah, there we go. But don't be fooled. It took me a long line of people to find this good one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, ah. i know me and me i'm a guy who like all my previous relationships they were I, like three tries I was, like break up get back together break up get <laughs> right. back i did it like three times it was insane like <laughs> you break up for a reason but then you forget because you get lonely oh, anyway Mrs.
1: Keller's a keeper so we, there's that so
0: yeah, so i won't keep her because she's yeah. a keeper yeah. we've rambled too long goodbye okay
1: bye